Welcome to the Technical Leadership Podcast. This is episode number 34. And in this episode, we're going to wrap up the negotiation series and learn how to say no the easy way. But before we get started, I wanted to let everyone know that this is going to be the last episode of 2020. And we're going to resume the series again in 2021. Thank you to all of you taking the time to listen and give some feedback and comment. And uh, I also wanted to share that we reached a thousand downloads this week. And we've been downloaded in over 20 countries. So that's massive for me. Thank you everyone for your support. Thank you to Patreon subscribers. And please reach out to me on Twitter if you have requests for future episodes or just want to say hi. I'll keep posting over the weeks. But uh, I won't be creating any new podcasts over the next couple of weeks until January 2021. Also with that, happy holidays to all of you. I hope you stay safe. I hope you have a good time with the families and uh, really use this time to recuperate, reflect on the year and be refreshed for the year to come. But with that, let's get on with it. As I mentioned, this is the last part of the series of the book, Never Split the Difference by Chris Foss. And we really didn't cover the whole book. There are a good few chapters that I didn't even address at all, but the book is well worth reading. And I really suggest that you take some time and get the book, buy the book, get it from the library, whatever it takes. It's really worth a read. I've read the book twice now in the last couple of months. And every time I read it, I get something new out of it. This lesson on how to say no the easy way is really something I wished I knew a couple of months ago. I was partnering with another team in our group and we were missing deadlines, my team especially. And part of that was because of shifting goals. It was because there was some miscommunication and we really just didn't have the backbone to say no. (laughs) But also I think our approach of trying to say no was miserable. It was not effective at all. And I really wish I'd known how to say no the easy way. To help explain how to say no the easy way, I'm going to read an excerpt from the book for you. A few years ago, I was consulting with a client who had a small firm that did public relations for a large corporation. The folks at the big company were not paying their bills. And as time went on, they owed my client more and more money. They kept her on the hook by promising lots of repeat business, implying that she should get a pile of revenue if she just kept on working. She felt trapped. My advice for her was simple. I told her to engage them in the conversation where she summarized the situation and then asked, how am I supposed to do that? She shook her head. No way. The idea of having to ask this question just terrified her. If they tell me I have to, then I'm trapped, was her reaction. She also heard the question as, You're screwing me out of money and it has to stop. That sounded like the first step to her getting fired as a consultant. I explained to her that this implication, though real, was in her mind. Her client would hear the words and not the implication as long as she kept calm and avoided making it sound by her delivery like an accusation or threat. As long as she stayed cool, they would hear it as a problem to be solved. She didn't quite believe me. We walked through the script several times, but she was still afraid. Then a few days later, she called me, totally giddy with happiness. The client had called with another request, and she had finally gotten up the courage to summarize the situation and ask, how am I supposed to do that? And you know what? The answer she got was, you're right, you can't, and I apologize. Her client explained that they were going through some internal problems, but she was given a new accounting contact and told she'd be paid within 48 hours. And she was. Now, think about how my client's question worked. 
Without accusing them of anything, it pushed the big company to understand her problem and offer the solution she wanted. That, in a nutshell, is the whole point of open-ended questions that are calibrated for a specific effect. Here's the easy way to say no. Just use the words how or what to start an open-ended question. For example, how am I supposed to do that? What about this is important to you? Open-ended questions are non-confrontational. They reveal the challenge you face and then they solicit help from your counterpart and get them to solve the problem for you. And that's because they get drawn into this, this challenge, right? This, this obstacle that's there to be solved. And like the book said, as long as you do this in a calm, collected way, there's not going to be the strong implication that they're doing something wrong. It's just going to be communicating this idea that there's a challenge that's ahead of you. You need help overcoming this problem. And then they're going to go into this problem-solving mode. And out of this, the quote-unquote no will be self-evident. You don't need to explain it anymore. It'll be obvious. So today, when you want to say no, use open-ended questions. Use what and how questions specifically. Don't overthink how others will react, but remain calm in those situations. Give yourself some time to carefully construct a how or what question and what should deliver results for you. And that's the end of this episode. What did you think? Let us know on Twitter by using the hashtag technical leadership or sending a tweet to tech lead Our mission is to build a community of leaders that inspire others to excellence. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend who could also benefit from it. If you want to support this podcast more directly and have access to our community Slack channel, head to patreon.com forward slash technical leadership for more information. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye.